This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board. Learn more at americasadvancedbiofuel.com. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. U.S. and China are set to resume trade talks, but not as soon as was originally planned. After a round of dialogue in China in July, the two sides tentatively plan to hold another session of talks in September, this time in Washington. Now, a Chinese government-run media outlet says the talks will take place in Washington, but not until October. The talks will be the first since a further escalation of the trade war hit with increased tariffs on select goods on Sunday. An additional round of duties are scheduled to go into effect in December. For more on the news, check out Bill Thompson's story on agripulse.com. Speaking of trade, additional details of a U.S.-Japan agreement in principle remain thin, but the two countries are preparing as if the deal is set to go into effect soon. Officials with the U.S. Meat Export Federation are in Japan this week. CEO Dan Hallstrom says work is underway to prepare for when U.S. beef and pork imports are on the same tariff structure as countries that join the Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership. We have commitments from our our, our major funding sources, uh, both Checkoff as well as some of our government revenue, for this very purpose, to be ready when we're on a level playing field in Japan to regain some of that lost share. Hallstrom says Japanese consumers like a product with good branding and a backstory. He says Japan can also serve as a major destination for chilled product. Specifically, the sector that we're most interested in is the chilled segment, the table meat market that goes out chilled, which which is a, it spreads across many sectors, but I would say the national retail sector and the regional retail sector are the two sectors that the chilled table meat product would go most into. As for when details might come about, he says it's premature to speculate on that just yet. USMEF also rolled out export figures for July today. They say July pork exports of more than 233,000 metric tons set a record and were up 32% year over year. Exports to Mexico were a major factor following the lifting of retaliatory duties on U.S. pork, but China is also importing more U.S. pork despite a tariff there. Exports to the China-Hong Kong region more than tripled over last year and are up 23% in volume since January. Beef exports were up 1% year-over-year and set a sales record in South Korea. Finally today, the biofuel sector is awaiting an announcement from the Trump administration on how it plans to tamp down outrage over small refinery exemptions. The National Biodiesel Board is trying to remind the administration that the waivers have also hit their sector, not just the corn ethanol industry. NBB CEO Donnell Rehagen says there's already lasting damage. This is not the first year the waivers are granted. This is not the second year. It's not the third year. So... We have, as an industry, been damaged the last two or three years by waivers upon waivers upon waivers. We're just now at a point where we're able to have a conversation about how we can fix it for this year and going forward, hopefully. But we will never recapture those lost gallons from previous years where these refinery exemptions were granted with no reallocation. NBB lobbyist Kurt Kovarik says they hope to see some specific figures to address volume shortfalls. In order to adequately address the lost volume from the 31 SREs, we are bumping up our request for the advanced category. Biomass-based diesel can, can fulfill the advanced category, and because that's going to be set now for 2020 in this rulemaking, we've asked for that 250 million gallons of lost demand to be added to the advanced category for 2020. He says the EPA needs to be clear about its intentions. They need to send the signal to the producers, the farmers, the folks in the industry that they're not going to undermine the the demand for the product, whether that's through higher volumes, 
uh, accounting for SREs and a combination thereof, the signal needs to be sent that the volumes are going to grow. There will be certainty in those volumes. The biofuel sector says the use of the waivers has destroyed demand for their products, something refiners contend. They say waivers are a necessary part of the law and are necessary to prevent economic harm that could come through renewable fuel standard compliance. President Trump is expected to announce the mitigation package in the next week or two. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Imagine turning soybean oil, used cooking oils, and waste animal fats into fuel so amazing it drives U.S. jobs and our economy forward. Learn more about biodiesel at americasadvancedbiofuel.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.